Welcome to Marketing Talks. Today's guest is Brian Mills, who is a business coach and the founder of Marketing Mastery. Brian is an expert in helping business coaches grow their business through organic marketing and automated systems. Stay tuned because we'll be discussing why so many business owners fail in their journey and how you can build a business that works around you and not the other way around. We'll also be exploring three actionable steps that you can take to ensure success with your business. All right, let's go. Welcome, Brian. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show on the Marketing Talks. So let's just jump straight into it. Brian, so can you give us a quick overview of your background and experience as a business coach and what you help your clients with on a daily basis? And maybe you can tell us a little bit about the step back system as well. Yeah, no worries, mate. So first off, mate, thank you so much for having me. It's obviously, it's always great to come on and just talk. If Mrs. does say that, I love to talk. Um, yeah. I think we were chatting about it before, obviously, like some of the stuff and it really is like the focus in terms of the step back system is really about actually getting people out of their business. Yeah. So in terms of my experience and working with other businesses was the amount of times that people get sucked into their business. They can never, they can never get out. Like I, like I remember at one stage, it was a case that my message was like, right, can we go somewhere? I can't, I can't leave my laptop. I need to do something. And I, I always needed to be working. And it was like, well, why have you started a business? It's like, this, this is the freedom. Like everyone starts a business to yep. become free. Now, yep. Like no matter how much you like, they have a different answer. You drill that answer down. It's to be free. What we were finding is when a lot of people are going through different marketing and courses and stuff like that to be a coach, mm all the, the tricks and tips and tactics were all time heavy, but all very much like hustle, like the hustle mentality. And when I went through that journey and I went through the, the hustle, 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 I burnt mm. out. I was like, oh, yeah, how do, how do people do this? I was yeah. like, I'm following all the, I'm following all the, the 10K courses and all the gurus. I was like, and I'm hustling and hustling. It, was, it didn't, it got me some results, but the quickest result I got was burnt out. So it was time to step back. And that right. was where the, the step back system come from. It was like, how do I get in, start a business, get in a business and get out? Because at the end yep. of the day, business should be working for you. You shouldn't be working for your business. And then, so then we come up with the, the three phases of the step back system to, to help business coaches and online entrepreneurs actually come out of their business and enjoy what they actually built rather than stress over it. Right. And it, so is the freedom really what made you become a business coach or was it more like the the frustration of what you were seeing in the market? I've always been a coach and at first okay. it wasn't business. It was, it was football. I was a football right. coach for years, like ever since I was 13 or soccer, depending on who I'm talking to. Like I was from 13 years old, I was, I was, a, I was a soccer coach. So coaching's just always been in me. Surprisingly, unless you end up making it big, like there's no money in coaching whatsoever. Not even like a good micro level. There, right. there was no money in it. Um, so the journey was I actually I I had a feeling 
like me and my missus have been together a few years and I had a feeling, some gut-wrenching feeling that I was going to be a dad, even though she wasn't pregnant and we weren't planning it. So I ended up jumping into corporate um, just to obviously bring the finances up, sorted yeah. out the finances. And then the, the back end of that story is basically corporate taught me they don't care. They don't care about you whatsoever. And then I went back into business and started helping other businesses. But this time I had a lot more business knowledge, um, a lot more market knowledge, events knowledge, etc. And then from there, I decided to coach because that's what I fell in love with. I remember one client came on through the agency and I hadn't coached for ages. And they were like, oh, are you all right to like do some one-to-one sessions and obviously help me out? So, yeah, sure, yeah. no worries. And I fell back in love with it as if I'd never been away. It's just this time I was teaching something different. And that was, I came, I came back to coaching because I love it. Business is just what I coach now. Right. Yeah. And you were talking a little bit before about businesses not really knowing or maybe taking the wrong approach to the whole business formula. Can you explore a little bit further into the most common challenges that you see businesses facing today? Okay, not a problem. So a lot of a lot of businesses are they've got a couple of things wrong. The they don't want to let go of control. That is a hard thing for people to release is mm. control. And by doing that, they just constantly bring on more tasks. So when obviously it's time to try and scale and try and step out of your business, they can't because they're too busy delivering absolutely everything. So that's a that's a major, major problem is the ability to just just let go and it's crazy it's like for instance like my dad runs a a million dollar rail company in the uk it's you know he's gonna hate me for saying this but and he does absolutely he does as much as he can and keeps it nice and close and yeah. when you take him out of the equation the literally the business cannot run if he, if he died tomorrow like touch wood he doesn't um, mm-hmm. but if he died tomorrow his company would be in a a bit of a shocking state because he, he's not built the processes. He's not documented them. He's not recorded them. Nobody would know where to, where to go on, on what to do and how to do it. And a lot of people run their business and build as they go, which is obviously natural, but a lot of businesses don't step back and then build the pro the, like, what is it actually they're doing the processes and then build back up again from there. So that's like letting go and not building the correct foundations. As you go to scale, you're just going to crumble. And I've done that a few times. I've gone to scale because obviously we're doing well. And I'm bringing on staff, like I was saying before. It was just crumbling every single time because the foundation just wasn't there. If you and don't when, build that bottom part of the pyramid, you're screwed. And when you say foundations, it, what does that include? Does that mean like uh, sort of business structure, like taxes and you know, templates and things like that? Or is it more like, you know, step one, I'm going to do an audit. Step two, do the next part. It's, your, it's your operational foundations. It's like, you can always, like, if you, you can always go get an accountant who can do your accounts. There's always someone who can you can do it. And you'll probably pay, obviously, for them to come in with all their processes, you'll pay top dollar for that. Right. But nine times out of 10, when you bring someone in, like, who's got a process it always needs mold into your business mm-hmm. where it's like if operationally you need to have your processes in place what's a daily task what's a weekly task what's a monthly task right how do you do that task and then who can do that task 
as a business owner, my mentor said, as a business owner, you've got two different types of tasks. You've got a $30,000 task or you've got a $3 task. And as a director and as an owner of your company, you should only ever be doing the $30,000 tasks. Everything else needs to be outsourced or automated. But you can't do that if your processes aren't there. Right, right. And do you find that a lot of business owners struggle to sort of letting go, actually taking that first step to outsourcing their things? Yeah, because it's who do you trust? How do you find them? And yeah. what's it going to be like? And the one, do you know what? There's an in, there's a massive internal fear. It's like if I, if I let go, like can can it be done? And the reason they know that task can't be done if they let it go is because they haven't built the right foundations. It's like how could how can you give someone a task to do if there's no documentation? There's no. I'm not saying sit there and write loads of standard operating procedures. Not whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But as you go, record them. Right. Like we, we've literally got, the way we build our project management software is we've just got loom video after loom video after loom video. Because when you're doing it, if you took a time to press record and talk as you do it, there's your, there's your procedure done. There's your right. process done. Yeah, yeah. As you're doing it, instead of sitting down and go, well, how did I do that? And how did I do that? You record as you go. You're building those processes. And then now it's like, right, just watch the video. So much easier. And especially because yeah. pictures, pictures paint a thousand words, don't you? So it's 10 times easier to watch a video. How are you going to learn something? Are you going to learn it? What's your preferred choice? Is it YouTube or a blog? Right. Nine times out of 10, people are going to pick YouTube, aren't they? Yeah. So we should build our procedure the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's really good advice. And I've certainly come across that challenge myself and gotten into the, you know, followed the wrong direction sometimes, but Recently, having having explored more Loom type videos, I've recognised that man, it's so much easier to get your message across and to you know share the message at scale. You know, you can teach a whole company how to do something within a minute. You know, as opposed to having several meetings for several different uh, times of the day. So, yeah, I think it's really good advice. Oh, mate, I hate meetings. Hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My business partner hates me for it because he's like, right, we need a meeting for this. Why? I don't yeah. want to be on a meeting. But don't waste my time. It's like, <laughs> can we do this in a different way? Can you tell me what you want to tell me in a different format? I was like, yeah, because obviously time's the one thing you can't buy back. So it's the biggest true. thing you should always protect. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's fascinating. And so actually a little bit of a sidestep here. So have the challenges changed for business owners with the impact of COVID? So it depends on where the business was. So if you were solely a brick and mortar business, yes, you have, you've come into a whole new world. And we have clients who have gone, Brian, right? my whole business has to move online. How do we do it? Yeah. And literally, so some people have had a rough 12 months. Some people have already been online and obviously doing stuff. And it's now just riding that, riding that increased traffic wave. Some people are like, thankfully, there has been people who have benefited from COVID in a good way because it was such yeah. a negative 12 months. And fingers yeah. crossed we are coming out of the back of it. And some people have benefited. Their businesses have grown. They've scaled. They've survived. Obviously, some people not so much. But the people who have been online and have the right online foundations, whether it's a funnel, a website, some marketing, like if they've gone through it and really pushed online, a lot yeah. of people have done really well on obviously out of covid 
So, as you say, like, there's just been a mass amount of traffic that has hit the internet because obviously everyone was on, especially in the UK, everyone was on furlough. Right. Um, so, literally, mate, the roads were dead. There was nobody out on the roads because everyone was at home. So, it was yeah. like, right, okay. So, the traffic volumes, I mean, Facebook, Instagram just ballooned. Yeah. So, it was like, yeah. as long as you could, if you had your marketing strategy and your systems, you could capitalize on that no end. Yeah. So, okay, so let's, I wanted to ask a question for the beginner. So if I was to start my journey to become an online coach or just to start an online business of some, what would you say are some of the key tips that you would recommend to focus on first? So my first one to tell is to absolutely everybody build your lifestyle first, map out your lifestyle and how you want to live. If you only want to work two hours a day or four hours a day, or if you want to be able to like travel the whole world as your as your business is happening, then that is what you need to map out first. Because you should always, and the only way you're going to stay happy is if you build your business around your lifestyle and not your lifestyle around your business. Yeah. So that is key tip number one. And then it's about where can you help people? Because the old days of selling and hard sells, like people will still say they're there, but they're dying out rapidly. So yeah. it's not a case of just like throwing something down people's throat. You've got to enjoy what you do. So now, okay, so find something that's interesting. Like whether you like to create videos, for instance, or whether you like to create content or help people create content, like you've got to find something that works for you and something you know you can stick at. Like mm. my missus tells me all the time, Brian, all you do is talk about work. Well, yeah, of course I do because I absolutely love it. Yeah. And, I, and let's face it, I'm locked down, so there's nothing else I can do. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely love what I do. So I can stay here till I can stay here talking to you till midnight. I can stay working till 2 a.m. The baby probably won't let me, but if you find something you're passionate about, oh my God, run with that. And that is one of your, your next steps. Yeah. And then the third one, is plan your business with the end in mind. Yeah. Now, what I mean, like, not like the end is in like how you're going to fail or like selling the company, but in terms of to match that lifestyle, plan obviously your end goal. Right. So when I set up my agency, for instance, one of the things I always said is, <laughs> sounds lazy. I don't want to do any work. And like my business partner's like, what? It's like, well, what about like obviously salary that you'll get? I, I don't want to do any work. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't have a business to work in it. I was like, if I wanted a job, I'd go get a job. Like, I want my business to be enemy money where I don't have to do much. I was, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll change it. I won't do much. Yeah. Because um, obviously at first, when like obviously we first started, we were quantifying it like, well, obviously pay out. What you What's the trade off? Right directors and owners don't work like that it's no so it was a case of i built my agency with the end in mind like i don't want to be in sales i don't want to be in delivery it's like i want to be in where i can dip in dip out when it suits and i want to be in marketing where obviously i keep my hands fresh but yeah. my marketing mate, is all done by someone else my operations right. is all done by someone else. It's a case of where I jump in, say hello, tell them what to do, jump back out. Wow. And that is what a lot of people don't do. People 
build their businesses as they go and just roll and stumble from like obstacle to obstacle. And it's like six months down the line, they're tired and it's how do, how do I change this? How do I get out? And that yeah. is by stepping back, implementing the step back system, knowing where your goal is at all times. The amount of yeah, times right. I've had people say meetings like, right, okay, let's let's start meeting. Or can, can we meet at four o'clock in the afternoon? No, mate, doesn't fit my lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah but this is a high paying client. Don't care, mate. I was like, in corporate, <laughs> they couldn't get me to wear past three, four o'clock. Yeah. Because obviously, the minute four o'clock comes, my, it's my kids and no one else. Yeah. And I was like, so I was like, I don't care how much you pay me, you're getting the same. Yeah. I was like, and that's literally how, how you've got to live. You've got to be, right? No, my lifestyle is this. My business will fit around that. What a great mentality to have. I think that's such a great lesson for a lot of people to learn. And and I think a big reminder to the people who may, may always hear these things being said but never actually think about it and, and actually put it into place so yeah that's really interesting thank you for that so Mate, i've been called my... stubborn i've been called a diva because yeah. i just won't budge on it and it's like <laughs> my, the same way as my business partner is like oh you're just stubborn you used to do know me i've got my rules and that is it mm. i was like I, I don't go in business to create a job for myself so i ain't bowing down to anyone and yeah. you know what I mean? you've got to have that Possibly comes across arrogant. You've got to have that backbone or people and clients will walk all over you all day long. That's good advice. So do you have any uh, success stories that you could share that might inspire the listeners today? Yeah, mate. Um, so there's been a, it's been a couple of great ones that really do stand out. I remember receiving a, a video testimonial from Ian. Ian was stored on the Great Wall of China. Yeah, with his kids, he took him away for December. He took him away for Christmas. He was going back home to New Zealand. It is weird where if it wasn't for Brian, I wouldn't be able to do this because we'd created them a business and not a job. So he could let his business go away, or he could go away from his business, let the business run as it goes, and he could take his kids to go see the Great Wall of China. He took them back to New Zealand because he doesn't live there anymore. So he took his kids back home. That was one of my my proudest ones, especially being a dad as well. Like it really does connect when it's like he sat there, Great Wall of China, his kids are there, and he's experiencing this full thing because he stepped back from his business and he can actually enjoy it. And another one that I absolutely loved was a client I've got in America. Um, So the guy is, he's a spiritual coach. Yeah. And we were working with him, working with him, and he's outsourced his sales, so he doesn't do sales anymore. He's outsourced his marketing, so he doesn't do his marketing. His funnels are all outsourced, and we launched a a campaign for him, like in the marketing side. Um, we launched the campaign for him. I actually written the emails. Within three days, he'd made seven and a half grand, so seven and a half thousand dollars within three days. So literally a three-day campaign. And he, he was great. He done he done literally nothing. Wow. He's done absolutely nothing in the, the weeks leading up, the, the weeks leading afterwards. The whole the system was built, and we just drove traffic to an audience, and we made seven and a half grand for him. I think it was seven point seven. But so they're my my two standouts, mate. They're the ones that I I absolutely love the most because I remember yeah. working with Anti to start with, and he was doing absolutely everything, especially as a spiritual coach. 
you can't be doing anything because you've got to protect the energy around you. You've got to obviously put, give yourself a buffer between you and the, the universe. Otherwise, mm. they will just zap their, zap their negative energy. So we yeah. had to protect him and basically build a bubble around him. And the way we've done that was we built yeah. the system, built the system, built the process, automated what we can, and I'll source the rest. And Beautiful. now he's nice and chilled. Lovely. Man, that's amazing. And I'm going to say my last question was, do you have any anything you'd like to offer the audience to help them in their journey? Yeah, so what I've got, mate, is I've got a, a free Facebook group, like like most people, online marketing, traffic, and sales for entrepreneurs. And what we do there, mate, is I, I go in there regularly to do trainings, and we've got our own talk show. So we're just giving plenty of value there. If there's anything you ever want to do, whether you want a done-for-you system, a done-with-you system, if you're in that group, you will get the opportunity. We also do networking in that group as well, so we try and connect people with other people. So if you're looking for business as well, there's yeah. an opportunity there. So, so right. what I would say is join my free Facebook group and all your trainers will be in there. All the opportunities to get not one freebie, but multiple freebies will be in there, and it's probably the best central place to go to. Wow. Great. Well, Brian, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And I've certainly learned a lot myself and I think a lot of other people will have the same experience. Oh, thank you. very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. So hopefully it won't be, won't be too long before I'm back again. Great. Thanks mate. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Marketing Talks. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a like and hit subscribe for more content just like this. Drop a comment below and let me know what you learned from today's episode. And until next time, have a good one.